Welcome to the weekly podcast at Second Ponce de Leon Baptist Church. My name is Doc Hollingsworth. I'm senior pastor of this great congregation, and we're delighted that you've joined us. Our prayer for you is that as you listen to this message, you might feel closer to God and closer to God's hope for you. In this, the third week of our stewardship emphasis, we're hearing again what is now a familiar scripture uh, from the book of Romans. We're listening to Romans chapter 15, verses 5 and 6. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had. So that with one mind and one voice, you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Melissa and I are both uh, readers, but we have very different uh, reading tastes and very different reading habits. I, I enjoy reading the slow stuff, you know, the presidential biography or New York Times nonfiction top sellers, that kind of thing. Melissa enjoys the fast reads, the, the whodunit and the like. And so we seldom recommend a book to one another. Uh, she's never asked, for instance, can I please read the book about Alan Greenspan when you're finished? But a few weeks back, I broke the rule. I, I, I read a book that many of you have read already, Just Mercy. It, it was so compelling, I gave my copy to Melissa. She read it in two days. It's strange to say that a book can be both uh, disturbing and wonderful at the same time, but, but it was. Melissa finished the book, then we were off to rent, uh, rent the movie by the same title. I'm not going to ruin the whole thing for you, but at the center of the book is a true story about the legal process of freeing a man from a murder he did not commit. And so the book stands as a stark reminder of how injustice keeps rolling along unchallenged and keeps rolling over people because the most disadvantaged of society have no voice. In Just Mercy, a young Harvard Law graduate finds this deprived inmate becomes his voice in the legal system, and he makes a difference in the life of that man and that family. But systemic change happens when many voices come together as one voice. Big change happens when a committed group comes together committed to make a difference. Like, like on October 28, 1963, when 250,000 civil rights supporters gathered at the Lincoln Memorial and Martin Luther King Jr. called for a new era of civil and economic rights. And those, joyce, those voices, when they came together, they challenged the embedded and fossilized systems and it resulted in change. The chorus of voices led to the Civil Rights Act of 1964. So mission is a bound together enterprise. 
which takes a little bit of humility, right? I mean, in, in our uh, Marlboro man, I can do it myself, uh, self-assured autonomy. It takes a little humility to admit that we need each other to activate big change, but it's true. But besides humbling, as many of you know, working together to do good, to alleviate pain, is also one of the most energizing things we do as a church. If you were all in the room uh, today, I would ask for uh, a raise of hands those of you who had a mission trip experience that created a new spark or a new depth to your Christian faith. When we band together to make a difference, it makes a difference not only on the people we're serving, but on our lives as well. So part of our stewardship, part of our core enterprise here is to band together with others in this congregation to represent Christ's Christ's liberation in ways that we cannot realize individually. This is week three. You've probably picked up already on the fact that we are in the month of stewardship emphasis. We're giving uh, focus to our four core values and how supporting those values with our time and our money makes a difference. And, and how it is a worthy enterprise for our very best gifts. And we've been uh, guided on this journey by our text from Romans. We celebrated in uh, week one uh, our value of worship, in week two, discipleship. And today we're celebrating the mission of the church one voice. Uh, By the way, the Great Commission is not a club. Uh, It's not a fraternity. It has no secret handshake. Our call to be salt and light in an increasingly dark world is not an appeal for the select few. Mission is the responsibility of the entire church. So I want to be real clear that Our mission to be one voice is not reserved for just uh, the handful who might be able to take a week off to go uh, serve the disadvantaged children of Miami. The call to mission is a daily call for all of us to, to look for what God is up to and join in on it. God is active. God is at work every day. And to use the words of Jesus, for those who have eyes to see and ears to hear, you'll find God at work every day in every setting, reclaiming this world through the love of Christ. That that ears-to-hear language. You know, if we go to a homeless shelter or a food kitchen, usually we hear God's voice just fine. Uh, There's this strong backbeat of service in the name of Christ. It's usually so loud we can't help but hear it. And usually when we do, we dance a little. 
But then we have to develop ears to hear when God is at work, when the volume is down. God is at work on soccer fields. And when two girlfriends meet at Starbucks for coffee, God is moving even during the break between sets of a tennis match. God is alive and at work in the masked and muffled exchanges at the park with kids. And we're all called to mission. I hope you will uh, uh, make plans to clear a week and go on a mission trip. I hope you'll go with our group to Miami. uh, Or I hope you'll find a way to serve locally at Buckhead Christian Ministry or Orchard or somewhere. I hope when we pull a group together to go see our partners in Belgium, some of you will be a part of that. But it's not a requirement to be involved in missions. We are all everyday missionaries representing Christ's love wherever God has placed our life for that day. And if we develop ears to hear, we will pick up the faint melodies of God's song in any setting and add our voice to anybody else's voice who happens to be singing it. Don't worry if they don't go to our church. Don't worry if they're not Baptist. Don't worry about who gets credit. Anytime you hear the song of God's love and you are sure that it is a song that was authored by God then join your voice to the chorus. One voice means that every person, every day, is finding a way to look and see what God is already doing and then join in to reclaim the world through God's love. So so part of our stewardship is, is living out this living faithfully into what it means for all of us to be missionaries, ambassadors of God's love. But another way that we are one voice, another way is that we combine our resources to support people who are out doing what we can't do alone, people who are planning churches and educating future ministers and alleviating human hurt and the like. For instance, we support two young mission churches pulling our resources together to support their evangelistic witness. We give money to the McAfee School of Theology here in Atlanta because we want to help support the education of thoughtful uh, ministry going forward. We support the disadvantaged by giving money uh, to Touching Miami with Love to Buckhead Christian Ministry here locally. Last weekend, we partnered with Orchard in their Do Good Challenge, and we continue to support the way they help empower entrepreneurs in ministry to keep telling the good news. We partnered with a first-grade class uh, at Garden Hills Elementary School here in our neighborhood. We give support 
to a missionary couple in France and another missionary, as we've already said, in Belgium. Our missions budget supports Baptist campus ministries at Georgia State University and at Georgia Tech. Some of you might not know that one of the cottages at the Georgia Baptist Children's Home in Palmetto is actually named for Second Ponce because of a long and deep commitment with that ministry, and we continue to support that work with those beautiful and broken children. A few weeks ago, I got a handwritten note from the chaplains uh, at the Shepherd Center just down the road from us here. They were thanking us because they had just received their 250th check from this church to support the ministry of the chaplain's office at that hospital. There is more. I promise there's more. But you also want to make lunch, so I won't continue. But I want you to know that this church is actively combining our resources to make a difference. And, And just think about the range and the width of these ministries we're involved in. There are probably only a couple of you who could pull that off on your own. We have to come together to support this kind of ministry. So we make a difference in individual lives and in systemic change when we come together as one voice to do the mission of God. So I mentioned that all of us are missionaries every day, wherever God has planted our lives for that time. And I've mentioned in a a kind of fast overview the difference we're making when we collect our commitment to funding important missions that we care about. But but I want to close with the most fun of all, just a few stories of how Our being individual missionaries and how our partnerships that we're involved with through Second Ponce, how those two enterprises sometimes come together in the most magical ways. For instance, this year our WMU made care packages with gift cards for some of those children uh, there at the Georgia Baptist Children's Home. Before the pandemic, we had 10 or 12 volunteers going every week to the Garden Hills Elementary School, every week to help children with their reading. And and then since the pandemic, uh, I mentioned our partnership with this first grade class, we've given that teacher a gift card to help so she can buy the virtual learning materials she needs for her class. We weren't able to take uh, a trip this year to Miami, but uh, Heather developed a virtual vacation Bible school for our uh, students and our church here. Well, she sent that product down to Miami. They were able to adapt it and use our virtual vacation Bible school in their setting. Then later, we sent food and supplies, recognizing that those disadvantaged children uh, had extra needs during the pandemic. You've heard us talk about Janae, the missionary in Belgium. 
you might not know that her dad passed away this year. She was able to come back to the States uh, to be with him in that last stretch of her father's illness. But our members, including our children, wrote letters, sent a care package to Janae's girls. One of our members, Drew Kelly, uh, retired last year, and he, he wanted to find a way to join his voice to the chorus. And Drew has an aptitude for finance, so he joined an effort that's uh, been started by the Buckhead Christian Ministry to help people get their personal finances in order. And Drew began working with a woman who had signed up for the program, and every two weeks, they would have a virtual meeting. And over the course of the program, she paid off two credit cards, paid off some of her medical debt. She's begun working uh, to resolve issues with her taxes. She's watching her credit report closely. Next for her is the rest of her medical expenses and a student loan that she's still got. But with the help of of Drew's coaching, she's on the way uh, to fiscal health and has even uh, established a modest cushion of savings. At the end of this program, Drew told me they had 42 graduates uh, in this program, and, and they had a virtual graduation. And what they celebrated with the 42 graduates was that they had paid down over $200,000 in debt and had put an additional $70,000 into savings. Drew has already started training for his next assignment, his next round of coaching to make a difference in somebody's life on behalf of the gospel. What could be more satisfying than finding God's song and joining our voice to that chorus. In the book of Romans, we've heard, Paul says, May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had, so that with one mind and one voice you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. One voice. Together, one voice, we make a difference. We make a real difference when we come together in community to do this. We move the needle. We feed the hungry. We clothe the naked. We educate the future, and we sit with people in the present. We are Christ's representatives to little girls in a children's home and to little boys who are trying to survive the streets of inner city Miami. The list goes on, the ministry goes on, and it happens because you all are giving time and money to a mission that matters. You have joined your voice to the chorus of God's love in Christ. You have joined in on God's mission to reclaim the world through love. And today I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you because our mission together matters.
Thanks for joining us. If you live in the Atlanta area or visiting Atlanta, come and worship with us in person on Sundays at Second Ponstelian Baptist Church.